time sorry about that oh that's fun good this is a special occasion because it's christmas time which i fucking hate but i thought i'd pull out the big guns old school style and talk about something this is not gonna be a normal review but since you saw the title and stuff you know what i'm going to talk about and it's basically why i hate christmas and more specifically the reason i hate christmas everyone knows i hate it but no one knows why and the real reason is because of this movie christmas story for once which i don't usually like to do on this channel get a little personal okay we get a little personal and tell some stuff more than just movie stuff but there's just something about christmas that rubs me the wrong way it has to do with this movie and another big thing stay till the end because you're going to hear the biggest reveal of why i hate christmas so much and there's probably ten thousand reviews online by fucking loser nerds talking about christmas story and now it's the greatest movie of all time and i'm gonna just go out here and say this okay like i usually talk about worst movies ever christmas story is one of the worst movies ever but what i hate more than the movie is the people that love it okay that's my big beef like the movie obviously sucks everyone knows that <laughs> but my bigger point is the people that watch it are the worst and they're worse than nintendo fans they're worse than christopher nolan fans christmas people and especially christmas story fans there's just nothing lower than that on the planet earth before we get into the nitty-gritty details of why Christmas Story is honestly one of the worst movies ever made and the single-handed reason thing why I hate Christmas, we got to get into a little bit of the backstory history stuff of Christmas things and especially with my family and stuff. But, you know, I always talk about this channel, my uncle. He's one of the only people, the only person that went to college in my whole extended family. You know, he went to for political science stuff in the 60s. He knows all kinds of crazy statistics and stuff and truth and law stuff and things like that. But, you know, I always like to preface with he's the most racist human being I've ever met just letting you guys know he doesn't hate black people the word hate is not strong enough for, for what he feels about them so in, in a nutshell this is his favorite movie and a lot of people's favorite movie it's not coincidence he's a fat old cracker bald fucking worthless white man like and, and you know i don't see color or nothing like that i don't like to play race cards but he does know a lot of stuff that's kind of facts and based and things and he's explained all kinds of stuff to me but what he says is any people like me that hate christmas they usually hate the whole package right the whole thing. Everything at Christmas time is horrible. The music's horrible. The food, especially the movies. The movies are the worst. TV, all that stuff. It's, everything gets worse. And people turn into like zombies and stuff. But what my uncle explained to me was, that you guys are going to like this because you probably don't know this, but Christmas being like this big train wreck, this big clusterfuck of, of misery and torture was not an accident. Okay, there's like a design to all this. And he's told me this every Christmas and stuff. What happens every Christmas, the first thing that would happen is my uncle would always get drunk and get me in a corner and then get in my face and ask me all the pussy that I've been smashing. And I, it's like, it's hard for him to understand because I'm 44 that I'm a, and I'm also a virgin. I've never smashed pussy, but he always wanted to know and he's always drunk in my face. Just like, how's the young pussy looking and stuff like that. And that always kind of bothered me, but I just go along, you know, I pretend I'm like, yeah, it's nice. It's real good, uncle smashing it hard and stuff and then he talked about all his glory days whatever but the one thing i learned about politics stuff and christmas stuff and the design of christmas and why it's bad on purpose it's on purpose 
It's not an accident. Is that he says there's this goggle of Jews. I don't know what a goggle is. It's a go- He said a goggle of Jews that control everything. They literally set up, they designed Christmas to be bad on purpose. So that it would turn Christians against each other and make them test their own faith or something it's some jew some jew plot to get christians to hate themselves because they're they set these unrealistic expectations that no human being can live up to and so you hate yourself it's because the jews set it up that way that's what my uncle says i'm not saying this he's there's some truth to that though i think on some level right and that kind of ties into i don't know what this is or anything but it's something to do with like that's very similar kind of sabotage to like when the clinton when trump was running against clinton they said that uh, all these russians were using facebook to like make her lose and influence people and make americans hate each other and stuff it's kind of the same thing right so it's like there is this history kind of pizzagate thing of outside influence and jews running stuff hillary clinton killing people and all this sort of thing during christmas time stuff but what the fuck was i talking about oh right christmas but the reason for the season is you know and this is what i've learned is everyone gets caught up in the hoopla and the presents and the bad movies and horrible music and all this stuff but the reason for the season was to celebrate the fact that god gave birth to himself and that's something people have lost sight of you know they get caught up in the jesus fish and all this sort of thing and we've lost track of that with all this santa claus mariah carey singing bullshit stuff okay and the big thing that has lost us and detract us from our way of celebrating god giving birth to himself and all that good stuff and things that we should be thankful for and you know and and especially the things we should be thankful for is that we get to live now is the best time ever to exist the worst time ever was when this movie takes place christmas story and i'm gonna get into it because this is the fucking i don't know why they call this the good old days because to me this is the worst thing the worst time to have lived ever but before we get into why the good old days actually sucked and why old people are just flat out fucking wrong the first thing i want to get into about this movie is that what it does specifically christmas story what it does to people it kind of this movie turns people into monsters right and it's like all over the world we've got civilizations and societies and things do all kinds of fucked up stuff that we don't like to talk about like italians and the greece and stuff back in the old italy times they used to fuck little boys to death and they they had boy sex slaves and everybody was gay and right now like if you go to saudi arabia for new year's which is coming up i think they celebrate it by getting a bunch of gay people out in the street and they chop their heads off that's how they celebrate new year's you know what i mean we drop a ball and like get drunk and they fucking chop off the heads of gay people and people get triggered and they're upset by that yes we do bad things too but this is still the greatest country on the planet earth we don't chop off heads gay gay guys heads and the thing is the reality is all kinds of cultures do fucked up stuff like that right our culture the fucked up thing we do over here is that we watch christmas story every year for christmas yes i honestly think it's the equivalent of chopping gay dudes heads off i'm gonna explain okay because but before we get even close we're gonna get further and further down the rabbit hole with this piece of shit movie i want to open my popcorn because i'm very excited plus i'm fucking starving so let's let's check out this popcorn I mean, if you're not jealous of me now, you're never going to be. Because this is literally the most amazing thing I've ever held in my hands, okay? And this is a fucking giant tub. It's a little light, but... Open this up. Look at that. Is that fucking beautiful or what? Come on fuck me nothing ever goes right this look at this shit it's not loose popcorn it's fucking it's two bags of of popcorn in the can (sighs) holy fucking shit 
I just got fucking gypped hard. That was a waste of $10. Yeah, it's cool. I got the popcorn in there, but I wanted it loose with a little cardboard divider that I could pull out and there it all mixes and stuff. And that's not going to, those two bags aren't going to fill up this thing. What a fucking scam. Another fucking reason I hate Christmas. Fuck. God damn it. Glad I got backups. Always have backups. That's your little thing. Like, I, I've been doing this for a long time, entertaining, doing movie reviews and stuff. I always got fucking backups, right? Like that two liter down there, it's good. That's old school, but it's not hitting as hard as this. Okay, I got backups. I got backups everywhere. I got fucking Diet Cokes out the ass everywhere. So what the fuck was I talking about? My fucking Christmas popcorn's ruined. So let me tell you about this movie. Get this fucking nightmare over with. Basically, let's break down this film. What is it about? I can say it in one sentence. It's about a little boy that wants a BB gun for Christmas. That's it. That's the whole movie. There's nothing else that happens in this film. That is the plot. A BB gun? Like, no one gives a shit about BB guns. Maybe they did 100 years ago when this movie takes place, when everything was horrible, when there was three channels on the TV and two of them were cowboys. There's no good movies playing in the theater. Everything's in horrible black and white. The food was gross. Literally, they hadn't figured out how to make food yet. Okay, in the, in the 50s, food was fucking horrible horrible everyone knows that like food basically didn't come like real food until gordon ramsay and Emma lagasse you know those people were born whatever year that was food basically wasn't invented till like 60s or something and it didn't really get good until the 90s so imagine the 50s look at the fucking food this family eats it's just fucking slop that i wouldn't even feed to my dog okay and they they're acting like it's normal so little ralphie's obsessed with this fucking shitty bb gun that the horrible gay cowboy show that he watches or whatever we had real guns when i was a kid I'm not joking people think i'm exaggerating stuff on here no no, no. listen my parents and their gun safe that they had in their closet they, it was always unlocked always okay and everyone had guns so it wasn't like a big deal even if they locked if i wanted to play with guns and their safe was locked it just happened to be i could go to my friend's house and play with their guns everyone had in here in the south mississippi everyone's got guns everyone played with guns that wasn't a big deal we used to take them out to the woods and stuff but if it was like even on like a rainy day right we're at home alone guns are out we just take turns shooting the gun through the the roof of the closet my parents closet because they didn't have a light in there so they wouldn't see the bullet holes we we you know we're smart we thought about stuff like that so we played with the guns and we play russian roulette and stuff we saw on tvs and things because they had a big box of bullets too slugs whatever you want to call them that was one of our favorite games we get the gun one bullet put it in there spin that thing shut it and hand it to my little sister i'd say do it Let's go. That's how we got down. Like, we played dangerous stuff when we were kids. You know what I mean? Kids now, they play their Fortnite and their video games. They don't know nothing about no good old days like I had. The real good old days. Not shitty BB guns. Not shitty video games. We played with real guns. We played Russian roulette. I'd say, Mao! 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 I'd slap that bitch right in the face. My little sister. She'd hold that gun. She'd pull the trigger. Blank. Nothing would happen. Pass it on. You know, we have little bets for pizza rolls and stuff. All kinds of things. We, we knew how to live back then what my point was okay the real good old days now the only thing that was good and i mean the only thing that was good about the good old days like the 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 cracker old racist white days was how cheap everything was i'll give them that like shit was so cheap back then you could buy a fucking house on one paycheck but i mean who would want to live back then like yeah shit was cheap you can get a hamburger for a fucking nickel which is insane but still it's like everything sucked but another thing i really fucking hate about this movie not just this movie, but a lot of movies, especially Christmas movies, is this obsession with a white Christmas. Like, nothing means Christmas unless it's snowing. Let me tell you something about snow, okay? I lived a couple years up in Minnesota. 
it was fucking horrible like it's just this horrible inconvenience right that's all that it is like you have to be really fucking stupid to get killed in the winters there like seriously like you have to be dumber than me and i'm like one of the dumbest people i know but down here it gets so fucking hot this is why we don't give a fuck about white christmases I've, i'm 44 it snowed one time in mississippi in my life like legit snowed like three or four inches on the ground and th that was horrible we like to wear shorts go to mexican restaurants and eat cheese dip we don't want any fucking winter putting on all these layers we don't have coat closets and all this bullshit we don't like wearing beanies and scarves and shit we like hawaiian t-shirts shorts flip-flops mexican cheese dips that's how we get down down here down here it's so fucking hot that you can die and people they die all the time and not only die but bizarre things like there's this famous scene in this shitty movie christmas story where the kid sticks his tongue to the pole like who gives a shit that's this big famous scene he's screaming and crying it's kind of funny i mean it's Here's the difference between that bullshit and what we went through. In the summertime here, people died all the time. People, you just dropped dead. Kids at school would just drop dead. But the big one that I remember was in fifth grade. We're at recess. It's 120 degrees outside. The, with the humidity, it's like 140. And we're out there and there's this little kid. I forget his name, but it's very famous because I'm just ha i very lucky that I got to see this. And I'll never forget it. It's been in my nightmares ever since. But this is, a big, this is the big difference between the north and south. North, it's, oh, it's cold. You might die if you're an idiot. This fucking poor kid was new to our town he didn't know about the heat stuff he was a military family he traveled around it's his first day at recess he comes walking out he had no idea he doesn't know that you, you got to go immediately for shade and then like rest before you can start playing a little bit this fucking poor kid walks out right into the sun i swear to god people think i'm lying on this channel and stuff it was so hot outside that his eyeballs exploded out of his fucking head for real have you ever seen those panic pete dolls that you have when you're a kid like yeah it was like that his fucking eyeballs exploded out of his head he hit the ground screaming crying blood shooting out of his head they they never found one of his eyeballs it shot so far they found one of them got it back in he had to wear an eye patch until he transferred out or whatever but that was the most fucked up thing i'd ever seen at that point okay so don't give me your bullshit about oh it's so hard in the winter time no it's not south is deadly and that's just one way we're deadly we got all kind we you guys don't know nothing about deadly like we do down here but I got to get to a bigger point before we get to a little, a few more smaller ones, which is I didn't realize this till I got older and I saw this movie as like an adult and not as a kid. The real villain of this film is not the bully who beats up Ralphie. It's none of that. It's not, it's not about the system oppressing the working man and all this bullshit. It's about the real villain in this film is the dumpy ass busted wife. Okay. And before you get all on your high horses and your PTS social justice things, hear me out because I got a real point here, okay? I didn't learn this till I got older, but the reason the dad, the dad already sucks. He's a fucking buffoon, child, idiot. All these things are true. But the real reason is he's obsessed with that fucking leg lamp so much is because he's not getting any from his wife. And the reason he's not getting any from his wife is because she's let herself go and she doesn't give a fuck anymore. And it's all her fault. Everyone's, every problem in this movie can be rooted back to her and her giving up on the way that she looks, okay? This, this bitch looks like an abandoned mutt, okay? I'm not joking. This isn't some sexist thing, but the reality is, okay? This bitch talks down to her husband, makes fun of him every chance that she gets, laughs in his face, and all at, all while she's wearing hobo clothes from the thrift store. She looks like she stinks, doesn't keep up her hair, she doesn't wear makeup, she's not wearing anything sexy ever at any point in this movie. Do we get to see a little skin? Get to see a little tits? Get to see a little leg? Nothing. She's this horrible Raggedy Ann doll who's given up on her husband. She's had her two kids and now she's, that's all she wanted. So, you know, 
the pussy doors closed or whatever. And this poor old man, who they doesn't even fucking have a name in the movie, he's just the old man. No wonder he's obsessed with that leg lamp. No wonder they're sleeping in separate beds. He's fucking miserable. And because he's miserable, just like all the other dads in the world and that aren't getting none because they're wives, everyone else, it's a trickle-down economic thing. It's a trickle-down pussy economic thing. I mean, I, like, I feel like a fucking genius talking about this because I'm a virgin or at sex or anything, but I know what I'm talking about when it comes to miserable fucking pent-up loser stuff. Okay, these, this is how society birthed the incel nation that we're stuck with now. And I know what I'm talking about because I got 44 years of pent-up balloon balls this big just want to unload on anything that'll fucking move. But it's it got so, the sack got so swole from years and years and years of build-up nut that now my dick's broken doesn't even matter so i got just this dick broken it just keeps building up and building up if i lived back then and i was like this i'd be the, the old man in this story see that's what she's the real villain of the movie the mom is the villain of a christmas story and people don't really know about that because if it was like it's a wonderful life or thing it's very clear the villain's very clear it's that mr potter asshole in the wheelchair He's the bad guy. In this one, you don't really have that. It's like, who's the bad guy? No wonder back then there were so many fucking serial killers because of their bitch wives. That, the, the, what else do you think they're going to do? They got to take it out somewhere. A, a lot of people say this movie's funny or it's supposed to be funny or something. I never found it to be funny. So what's happening? Nothing, right? And it's all like everything's built up in people's minds that this is the greatest thing ever. Like, you remember the scene, the fake teeth prank that they pull on that poor fucking bull dyke teacher? Dude, that's, it, how can you even call that a prank? They all put in their fake teeth for five seconds and then she takes them up and like, what a waste. Who organized that? Where do you buy 30 sets of fake teeth? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what was the point of that? Let me tell you about a real prank. It's not a prank or whatever, but like, let me tell you something about the good old days, okay? That, they had teeth pranks, fake teeth pranks. We had a, what we did was we killed our teacher's baby for real i'm in sixth grade music class we got this new teacher and she's like nine months pregnant eight months whatever it is before the baby right before the baby pops this bitch looks like shamu in a dress she comes in she's got like a week left of working before her baby's due it's xylophone day which is the best day because you get to play with these little fucking xylophones so all the xylophones are out and and uh who was it it was I think it was dump truck danny dump truck danny was in that class he was kind of famous in at our school for being able to fart on command it was insane like if you i could snap my fingers and he would fart he was that good and we we used to go around and do all kinds of fart pranks and stuff but he, this has nothing to do with that he had a non-fart prank idea which was to kill the uh teacher's baby and we didn't set out to kill the, he didn't say that he, he just wanted to like really upset her and try to get her to quit and it worked Okay, and his idea was we all got together before class. And he said, okay, when the teacher, whatever her name is, comes in and we were supposed to play Mary Had a Little Lamb, everyone just starts slamming on their xylophone key. We actually did this. And at the time, I didn't think I, I didn't think about it. I didn't think I was going to kill a baby, but turns out we did. And, you know, I kind of felt bad about it for a second or whatever. But, you know, the teacher was young. She can have more kids. You know what I mean? Just have another one. It's not my fault that, like, if the babies are that fucking fragile, you shouldn't be at school with us little demon children anyway. If there's a chance we can kill your baby, you shouldn't be coming to school with your baby. You know, go home and uh, be a housewife like the mom in this movie. Which is another thing I hate about this movie, because this bitch, the mom in this movie, who is the real villain, she doesn't have anything else to do. Like, you know, people think it's hard to make oatmeal and wash clothes. It's not. So there's no excuse that she shouldn't be dolled up a little bit for her husband. He's the one making the money. He won the contest. He's doing all this stuff, right? He's the man in the house. She should at least look hot every once in a while. She's fucking disgusting this whole movie. So back to, so back to Dump Truck Danny. He gave us this idea. So we all get in class. She does the intro and all this stuff and then it's time to play with the xylophones the best part and she has mary had a little lamb like the notes written on the board and we're starting to play it and then danny gives the signal okay he just farts 
deep and mean. And we know Danny's farts are distinct from all other people's farts. Dump Truck Danny, his farts were unbelievable. They're not just the smell, the pitch. We just know, we can know it from a mile away. So when we heard that fart, everyone just starts slamming on their xylophones as hard as they could. And she was laughing at first, like, oh, this is funny, guys. You know, it was deafening how loud it was. And she's like, okay, guys, stop. Okay, that's fun. That's funny. Everybody stop, okay? Everybody stop. Everybody stop. And then she started screaming, crying. She just went like that because she knew. She looked in her eyes and knew, we're not stopping, bitch. We're not stopping until that baby's dead in your womb. And uh, we weren't thinking that until after, but I'm just, it really did happen. So we're just slamming everyone. There's 30 kids in there. And, you know, people, little kids started screaming too. They're like, ah, while we're slamming the xylophones. She's crying, telling everybody to stop. And then she just gets up and she says, you're all going to kill my baby. And she ran out the classroom. 10 minutes later, a substitute had to come in. This was at the time, the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. When this bitch broke down, and started crying and said, we're going to kill her baby. We never thought in a million years it would actually kill her baby. Compared to this bullshit fake teeth prank thing Christmas story, what a joke. Greatest generation, my ass. But at the end of the day, was it worth it talking about it now? In all these years, how many times I've told this story? Oh yeah, definitely worth it. One of the greatest pranks ever. Fucking dump truck Danny's a legend. He, he literally murdered a baby. Like how many people can say that proudly and got away with it? So this movie sucks and it's got nothing on what real life's like. So what else happens in this piece of shit movie? Nothing. That's my whole point. They go to the mall. They go to a parade. They go back to school. They go home. Nothing happens. So the movie's finally fucking over. Thank God. Because I'm tired of talking about this piece of shit. But we got to talk about a couple more things. And but basically what happens is <laughs> they pull the turkey out the oven. These hillbilly neighbor dogs bust into the door and eat their turkey and destroy their Christmas dinner. I already hate this dad in the movie. It's not his fault. Like ultimately the main villain's the mom. But I still hate this dad. But I hate the reason that the final nail in the coffin for me, why I hate this dad, the old man the most, is his reaction to these dogs eating his Christmas dinner. What he says is, okay, everybody get dressed. We're going to go eat Chinese. Yeah, that's fine. You should, I, I think everyone should go eat Chinese in America and take advantage of your delicious Chinese after your dinner anyway. Like who the fuck eats one dinner? Especially on Christmas. You eat your shitty Christmas dinner and then you go get your Chinese. That's, that's my tradition. But just his reaction. Okay, I guess we lost our dinner. Let's go eat Chinese. He's like, that's why he sucks and why I hate this movie the most. What would actually have happened was, oh wait, trigger warning. I'll throw out a trigger warning for any animal lovers out there. I'm about to say something kind of graphic and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or, you know, make you pass out or whatever. But this is true. So trigger warning. What I would have done, and this isn't like macho welcome being all tough alpha or whatever. This is reality. This is what I would have done. I would have found the dullest knife in my mom's kitchen and I would have went over to the hillbilly's house and I would have killed every single one of those fucking dogs not only would i have killed them i would have bathed in their blood that's what i have done and if any of the hillbillies had anything to say about it i killed them too because no one's fucking eating and destroying my my christmas dinner and getting away with it i will fucking murder your dogs and bathe in their blood that's what would happen okay sorry i'm getting a graphic and stuff but eye for an eye baby that's what it's about the movie almost ends on a good note with the chinese thing here's welcomes ending Okay, this is what happened to me for the first 12 years of my life. 13, whatever. This is my Christmas night. My mom raised us by herself. She worked two jobs. She was always gone. She was never home. And my dad, would he only showed up on the holidays drunk, right? But on Christmas, it was special. We'd have to partake in a game. It was called Pass the Potatoes. 
and my dad would show up drunk and his friends would come over five or six of them disgusting old fucking losers right just like the old man in this movie they'd all come over and we'd go in the garage there were six kids in my family okay i got three brothers and two sisters and all of us kids were all about the same age basically we'd all have to go to the garage so we play this game called pass the potatoes and what happens is the the five drunk guys all get in a circle like musical chairs and us kids my dad would grease us all up we all get stripped down to our underwear me my brothers my sisters and they just they would just dump like cooking oil and all kinds of stuff all over us head to toe we were just greased out greased up and he'd work it into my cracks and my tits and my ass and my dick and ball everything every inch was covered and we were rubbed down with grease and we all stood off to the side and it was one at a time and it was called pass the potatoes and my dad would pick up one of us and give us to the first guy and they would pass us around in a circle my dad would have christmas music playing and he'd hit the the boom box and when the music started it's kind of like musical chairs and hot potato it's kind of two games combined but with like little naked children in our underwear greased up and so they start passing us around like this and if you drop the kid you're out the last person standing that doesn't drop a kid gets the big prize so another rule was if you dropped a kid the rule stipulated you get a fresh potato would come into the game so they picked me up first one year and then they, the second guy dropped me because i was really fat and slippery i hit the ground i get off and then my sister would come in she's the fresh potato so that guy's out they move the chairs closer and then now they're passing her around and some of them all these dudes were drunk and like we didn't really know them we didn't see them any other time of the year and they were they were just disgusting humans so like i really felt bad for my little sister and my brother because they'd get her and they'd grab her they'd hold her like really close to their face and smelling and doing gross stuff and they pass the potato some asshole would drop her she's out he's out we got a fresh potato comes in here comes my little brother now we're down to the last two guys and this was the worst right my dad's drunk off his ass we're all sitting in the corner crying they would get down to the last two guys and then they would pass the potato back and forth until one of them dropped him this one particular year the one that really stands out the most was it was like we had the sheriff and um the guy who played Santa Claus at the mall and they were passing my little brother back and forth back and forth it took a long time and at one point it was getting boring so my my dad greased him greased up my brother even more extra grease super slippery right they're passing my brother back and forth back and forth and I know for a fact the sheriff was actually a nice guy we liked him but this creep that played Santa Claus was he was rumored to be a child molester that's what we heard especially when we got older right so we knew this guy was not cool and he really wanted my brother uh bad and we were just we're just sitting there hope watching this horror show hoping that he lost but they're passing my brother back and forth back and forth and the fucking sheriff bumbling andy griffith redneck beautiful person not his fault only one of the cool people out of my friend my dad's friend he dropped my brother on the floor splat and then the the santa claus just went crazy he just started ho ho hoing and how excited he was and he stooped down he swooped down and picked up my little brother my little potato a little greasy potato and just left he he and my brother was screaming to my dad my dad was laughing and the prize is which i don't know if i told you but last kid last man standing uh the the guy gets to take him home for the night and do whatever he wanted with him now you're supposed to you know my dad would tell my mom that he went to uncle charlie's to uh watch movies or play with his pinball machine or whatever but we all knew what was happening and you never wanted santa claus we never wanted him to win but that year he won my brother came back he was never the same but this is what i'm comfortable with talking about right now why i hate santa claus and i hate this movie and i hate christmas real dot code here this one this one hits different that's it if you guys like christmas story 
Tell me in the comments, whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to read it, but you guys argue amongst yourselves. Is Christmas Story actually good, or is it what I think one of the worst, most overrated pieces of shit ever? Just like Christmas itself. I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoyed the review. I think this might be the first time anyone's talked legit about Christmas Story, so you're welcome. Uh, it was very hard for me to make this, but I just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. I hope things work out. You get what you want. <coughs> and like my boy, Tiny Tim, has said in every fucking version of A Christmas Carol ever made, God bless us, everyone. This is for Kate from a special friend. Hey Kate, I hate your face. Please leave me alone now. Oh, I need some space. Hey Kate, I hate your friends and the stupid request that never ends. I'm not your slave. the shit now this is all pretend hey Kate you probably suck so Merry Christmas I could give a fuck